Welcome to another episode for the behind the scenes series for Wonder Woman Spirit of Truth by Don't Sue Us Please. Today we have a really interesting one. We're joined by Josh Fowler, better known as Stephen Trevor in Wonder Woman, and myself, Josh Wilson, to talk about the ins and outs of the series, Josh Fowler's perspective from the acting side, and my perspective from the sound design and composition side. And don't worry, our director Kelly Johnston and creative producer Nora Barpal are also with us. Just a couple of things before we get started. We've started teasing our new series. Get ready for an announcement in the next couple of weeks. Also a reminder that due to the COVID-19 pandemic, this interview was conducted via Zoom, so the sound quality is not always at its best. You can find us on social media on all platforms at at the superhero podcast. And finally, this series is made possible by listeners like you subscribing to us on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Enjoy the episode. So uh, I think I think not knowing because I still haven't heard the audio from the first one. Why don't we just go over the origin, Josh, of how you got involved? Uh, you. Okay. Next. <laughs> no, I, uh, no. Done. Got it. Little, done. little more. Little, it. Gild that Lawyer. Lily a little bit, Josh. Come on. Also, do we want to do both of us for the Josh and Josh, or do you want to save most of my inputs? Oh, for you later? know, actually. So seriously, Will, Josh Wilson, have we have we talked ever? In any of these about how you got involved? Always very vaguely. Okay. Um, so, so you know what? Josh Fowler literally comes first chronologically. So, yeah. Fowler, if you wouldn't mind telling like a little background on how we know each other and how you got involved, and then we'll we'll let Nora and Josh take over and go over how Josh got in. Yeah, please. So, um, I got involved this. Well, first, Cal, I met you thousand God, years um, ago 17 years ago now god damn more than maybe 18 at this point you know uh, what if it was that long ago josh that you weren't that old when i met you there's more time i was 17 passed. when we met yeah yeah holy shit maybe 16 <laughs> uh, you know what Nora? you're right i am old fuck me <laughs> <laughs> i can't do math very well and now i'm very confused as to how old we all are Oh well, Josh is. When we met, it's been seventeen years since we met. So Um, thirty. So you're thirty-four. Yeah. Okay. And uh, got involved with uh, ACT. uh, Right. American Arizona Classical Theater. Yeah, not to be confused with not to be confused with the other ACT. (laughs) Yeah, or the other other ACT. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's true. Yeah. So uh, met up. Did that, did the uh, World's Greatest, the improv troupe with him, uh, mm-hmm. with you as well, yep. and several many Shakespeare plays, I think maybe up to about half the canon. We did a lot. I'd, I'd have to go back and look now. I used to know it by heart, but. every I keep trying to count it every once in a while and go it's through big. my head, and I realize like, fuck, I said that one three times. Uh, yeah, all right. well, and we, it doesn't help that we did some of them more than once, so. 
it's not like we were working our way straight just through the cannon. So we did. No, I did summer. that one like four times. Now, well, anyway, so. Uh, so yeah, I uh, met there. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to New York actually, and immediately did a project with you, which was renewal. Which we had actually done in Arizona. Yep. Listeners, listeners, wherefore art thou, listeners? Josh and Kelly went on a long tangent about performing Shakespeare in Arizona during the housing crisis and how that would eventually lead him to playing Stephen Trevor in Wonder Woman. We'll jump forward to that part now. So anyway, the point being, Josh, yeah. you and I go way the hell back. Yeah, and, longer than I remembered. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, when Wonder Woman came up uh, and the question of who was going to play Trevor, I reached out to you and you very graciously said yes. Fuck you. Uh, and I said, wait, yes, hold on. I had it muted. So I said yes on second thought. Thank you, Josh. And then, Remember, and then phone, you want to say something. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and Josh is also one of the, 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 uh, the original team. Cause he was the very first Trevor and was with us cause we had to re-record it twice. And Josh yeah, was with us every time. So, it's been three years since it started. Uh, we recorded it in 2016. Four years. That's, that's the that's the last version we'd started recording in like 2015. So this has been a long time yeah. coming to fruition. So, Lots of different record dates, different spaces, yeah. different mics. Who one of those different mics? <laughs> yeah. So that's how Josh Fowler got on board. Nora, why don't you walk us through how Josh Wilson got on board? Uh, Josh Wilson lived on my couch for two weeks. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's going to be a good story when it starts that way. Um, yep. Yep. We're, we're, I think, uh, we're roped into our friendship for life after he had to pick me up from the subway. Uh, cause I was drunk. He came with a water bottle though. And that's when I knew Josh was just uh, my favorite person. You know what, Josh, that's good friending, man. Yeah, right. Showing up with the water bottle. That's smart. That one, yeah. He brought a water bottle to the subway stop, um, to get me and then took me into a bodega to get, um, some flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning nice. with Gatorade and flaming hot Cheetos and Advil in my bed. Nice. Um, nice. The only thing missing would be the Alka-Seltzer. Yep. It's true. I'm a really great friend. But I don't think anybody wants to hear about Nora and I talk about that for the next five minutes. So I'm just going to jump us forward now. Ungrateful. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, sure. Josh uh, and I knew each other in college, in undergrad, and then uh, I went to NYU. Mm-hmm. And Josh is a year behind me in school and ended up following a year later, uh, what did you totally go to by NYU? chance. What were you in school at NYU for, Nora? Me? Oh, yeah. uh, I was doing my master's in performing arts administration. Okay, so you were getting your master's at NYU and Josh, you're getting your master's in the sound program. Right? Music technology, yeah. Music. Sorry, I, I didn't know actually what the term was. Oh, you're good. Um, I took my best fine. shot. The beat boops. Um, yes, the beat boops, exactly. So and how so, you, yeah, no, so, done with that. And so wait, Josh had... Hang on, back up. He crashed on your couch. How did you two meet? We met in undergrad. In college. Yeah. Oh, at Colorado. Okay. Yeah, right. we got yeah, yeah so we went okay. to see you Boulder together and then... Um, I think we Got bonded it. over a really terrible guy I was dating at the time. We did. Who okay. was like a mutual, who was like a friend of mine, like a kind of friend of mine, like an acquaintance yeah. of mine. 
that's a whole story in and of itself with a roommate who cheated on her boyfriend. It was like a whole thing. I was out of the loop the whole time. Wow. I I somehow ended up in trouble. I can't recall how I actually got thrown into that. I have no idea why we ended up talking about it. No, Um, no idea. See, see, Josh Fowler, it, it wasn't just us out in Arizona. Everybody has weird fucking lives like this. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's why you moved to New York is because your life <laughs> makes no sense anywhere else. Because yeah. then, because then the sense. weirdness is just normal. Yeah. Then you're like, yeah. yeah. Happening today, like three homeless guys accosted me. Why? What's up? This is like, what? Really? It's Tuesday. In New yeah. York, that's just like, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Honestly, yeah. I'm gonna hop back in for just a second. We decided to wax poetically about living in New York City for a little bit longer than usual. So I'm going to jump us forward to the next relevant part of this interview. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so you guys, so you so guys. So we met in college. Um, right. And then I'm a year ahead of Josh, so I graduated, came to uh, New York. Um, and Josh, we were friends on Facebook, all that stuff. So Josh, when he decided to go to NYU, um, messaged me or texted me or something. It was like, hey, guess what I'm doing? Um, and so then he lived on my couch for two weeks, uh, uh-huh. while he found a place in Brooklyn. Um, I have been there way the hell out there. <laughs> it's a nice it place. is so far. Ballard, we talked about it's this. an hour's ride on the train from where we are in Queens. He's like oh, a I'm once sure. a month person. Oh, yeah, wow. Michael, once a month, you come and visit every now and then. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm and practically once a month that you got a like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Although it was, it was a nice neighborhood. It wasn't oh, like yeah. it was a bad it's neighborhood. It was nice. It was a really nice place, but like, oh. far as hell. Yeah, I certainly it was a nice big apartment. Like, yeah. holy crap. You yeah. Know. Uh, anyway, so, so he um, found a place. Yeah. All right. He found a place. He lived there. Um, <laughs> Until the just world to, to clarify. And then he didn't, yeah. well, he didn't end the story. So right. um, Unfortunately, it's true, listeners. I did move out of the city. And I went on a long tangent about moving out and the whole adventure of getting out of there during a pandemic. I didn't think it was that interesting, so I'm going to skip forward now. So what is your point? How did you get Josh onto the podcast? Um, you and I were <laughs> on the subway yep. uh, after a d- different project. We were at a yep. bar for a different project trying to meet these people. And oh, Christ, we were that was on- that same day. Yeah, it was that yeah. same day. On uh, and night. Yeah. Yeah, this is how all my stories start. Uh, so he, we were on the train, and you were like, hey, I have this idea. I was like, cool, whatever it is, we're doing it. Um, I was all in after Coda's journey, so uh, anything you come up with, I'm just on board Cool. now, I Good. guess, uh, yeah. for life. Kind of okay. like the Josh thing, I'm just stuck with him. Um, yeah, no, I feel it. Yeah. So uh, you would, you were like, superheroes, and we need someone to create a whole universe. And I was like, hey, Josh. I have a question. And you like with Josh, texted him right then, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I texted him on the train and was like, hey, I have a question. I, I have like, I have a project for you or something like that. And Josh has very rightfully now realized that anytime I ask that, he he asks me for clarifying details before committing to things. Um, and a lot of them. <laughs> a lot otherwise, of he would, otherwise, otherwise, he would have been bamboozled into that nonprofit. I need he, like the Obama he, era he, presidential he, brief, like the intelligence briefing before right. I will commit to something. Cause yeah, he, Cause yeah. he went into that knowing, but like, good Lord, Nora, you could like steamroll oh, him in for so that many one, things. I, I called him and went, Hey, how much do you love me? Cause I had been drinking and he was like, I need to hear the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're learning. You're totally learning. Uh, actually, um, Matthew, Matthew actually does the same thing to me to be perfectly honest. 
I'll yeah. be like, dude, who's your favorite? And he's like, well, now that's going to depend on what, what follows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I started doing that to my parents um, when I was young. So I've, I've kept the, the, how much do you love me thing? Um, sure. And they also don't answer the question anymore. You know what? Um, we should probably stop asking that, Nora. We yeah. probably would serve us to just let that go. All right. So no, you I'm never going to let it die. Um, so I texted, texted him, him that night. Yeah. Yeah. Literally while we were on the train and I was like, Hey, I have this, this thing. And he was like, okay. And I explained what we were doing very vaguely, like was just kind of like, it's a podcast and superheroes and you need to sound design the whole thing. She was like, well, out of the top three things you could have asked me, this is definitely up there. And so I'm still waiting to find out what the other two things I could have asked that would have made the top three are. But I am too. Um, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, I'm guessing one of them has to has to involve like acrobatics in the Himalayas. I, I don't know why, but I'm just convinced that that's high up on. Yeah, your list. I think that, that would make the top moving three. Moving to list. New Zealand, I feel like is up there too. That's yeah, like that's well, our new life plan. Yeah, who the hell doesn't have that up high up on their uh, list? Christ, I'm yeah. New Zealand. Um, that's our new life plan but um, from from my perspective how this went was uh first totally uh, different story um, now yeah so now imagine this the year is 2015 while you were recording the wonder woman podcast okay right. i am graduating we from were high school. young um, we were the youth <laughs> hey hey josh fowler that feeling you're having that's the feeling of being old um so, <laughs> all right so, so you're graduating high school so i graduated from high school flash forward to me now laying on my god-awful couch in my very nice brooklyn apartment um but it is mm-hmm. one of the worst couches i've ever sat on ever it's terrible it is true that my apartment was very bare i had just moved and ran out of money to decorate it's a normal new york problem anyways nora went on a tangent pretty much just hating on me for a long time but I control the edit, so I'm just going to remove it now. We're going to skip forward. Ready? And we're back. And it's gone. Uh, All right. So. I just thanos that clip. Um, so. <laughs> nice. So, That's pretty good. Nora texts me, and she goes, yeah, yeah. hey. So I didn't. I was just a grad student, and I'm a particular type of person who likes to be super busy. Like, that's just my. Uh, that's how I operate. I just. Right thoroughly enjoy be i do a lot of things and I which is noticed. why you can see why we're friends yeah. so i had i was doing the grad school thing but honestly it's pretty it was a pretty tame program all things considered like i was not burning the midnight oil getting all of my projects and assignments done um, okay so i found myself in a new position of being like oh i have all this time to like play video games for fun for hours on end which i had nice if uh, those of you out there who have gotten like a music performance degree, no, that no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't exist. No. I had lived for about six years, like in the prep to get into music school and then in music school. Time is not real. It's a construct. And like, Ooh. so like when I got to grad school and I stopped like actively practicing five, six hours a day, you know, you're like, oh, I can do all these things. You have so much free time. So much. Free- it's and, like, wild. A terrible amount of free time. So, like, when Nora was like, I have a job that involves the career that I want to get into. Like, at the time that I really wanted to get into, I was like, I was going to jump at it because she at was the just time, like, I feel like that, that's foreshadowing a lot of things. Um, like. Very concerned. Well, because originally it was just, hey. Where's the story going? Is he quitting? It's going down here. He's no, going to quit at no, the end of this. Thanks, Nora. It's the Way end of go. this story that Way he quits. Go, Nora. <laughs> this is uh, his podcast of Right before the next series uh, drops, I'm out. 
I'm out. Surprise. Screw you guys. You don't have a fourth episode. Good luck. <laughs> Good um, luck. We'll do it live. Um, I feel like yeah. if Josh was going to resign, he would do it via podcast, though, um, which would be kind of beautiful. Uh, you'd just hear it in the narration. Just, hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. Uh, I'd like to let this you is, know. This that, uh, is my last show. At this moment, I'm getting it. I'm just. I'm out. I'm, I'm fucking out of here. Um, fuck these guys. So yeah, We would hear know. it later when it was released. So then Nora was like, hey, I have this gig. And I was like, well, that sounds really really great i'm not gonna as a person i was just like i'm not gonna freak out and get my hopes up and be like oh my god this is a unicorn gig like the one that everybody dreams of getting but i want to see what's gonna happen so little did he know Nora's like um meet us at andrew's coffee shop at this time uh non-spawn shout out to andrews Uh, (laughs) andrews (laughs) please sponsor us coffee shop of new york we're trying to get them we to did it. Give New us York's money, favorite yeah. coffee shop. There we go. Yeah, we love we that. Did it. We did it. I, I swear to God, I swear by that place. Best place to meet That's in great. Midtown. I'm not kidding. Uh, There's great. always a table. They have great food. And they're friendly. They and the Christ, they wait, the wait staff remember me. Which yeah. I think probably speaks more of me than them. But still, Andrews. it's nice or to it go means in somewhere. they're there long enough, which is also a good sign. Yeah, like there's longevity. Anyway. Not um, Andrews. So, so. <laughs> I, I walk in, I walk into the Andrews Coffee Shop. Go to Andrews Coffee Shop. And, Go to Andrews. Um, so I am great. Well, first I was late because I was waiting for Nora because Nora's always late uh, to these things. I am not. Wow. <laughs> well, Nora, I wouldn't say you're that on was time. Rude. I'm gonna restart. I don't know where you're gonna fight this. He controls the edit. I know. I was like, that's not gonna go in anyways. I was like, that was too mean to go yeah, in the edit. It's so. like just it's too funny not We're to back. say, but it's it's. Uh, fine. It so, go behind the paywall, though, Nora. Oh, it, behind yeah, the paywall, uh, you're not going to look Andrew's great. But in love front that. of it, you are, you're <laughs> incredible. Um, I hate all of this. <laughs> I'm going to quit via pot. I'm going to no, resign. No, wanna, you can't I can resign. You're a damn creative you. producer. You, we Josh need is going to make the narration. Nora, Nora's just like, it's like and a uh, quick note from our creative producer, Nora. Fuck you guys. I'm fuck out of here. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so... I walk into Andrew's coffee shop, non-spawn, but please spawn. And um, I am greeted by what I can only describe in the loveliest way, two of the nerdiest human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, you met- that was my first time meeting Matthew, too. Who, yeah, who is Matthew Klein and John, not John. I hadn't met John for a long time. Matthew Klein and Kelly Monroe Johnston um, at a nice little table. Matthew brought us comic books. He did. So that was the well, first thing. Is we although, let's like, be clear. He works for Valiant, so it's not so much that he's bringing you a gift as he's pushing. He's pushing it. He's, he's like a he's like a drug dealer. He's like yeah. gives you a little bit of So two things with that: a, just the fact yeah. that he like we thought that that was super cool and nerdy. Uh, B, he the fact that it has not worked at all because I'm still an idiot when it comes to comics. So clearly, it didn't work. He needs to do better at marketing that but, um, to people like me. <laughs> I will say <laughs> he tried to push it, and I just over my head. You so, know what though? I like it's always comes from a like all kidding aside, it comes from a genuinely <clears throat> good hearted place. Like Matthew's oh, yeah. always excited to share like comics with people. He um, truly is. Yeah. Um, like it's it's a love it is like I I tease him because it is like, yeah, you're pushing your own, you know, you're pushing your stuff, but at the same time, it's like it is a sweet, 
it is like a genuinely nice thing that he Oh, does. it was so cool. He like brought oh, yeah. a bunch that he thought Josh and I might like. Yep. And we got to yep. like sit at the table. I remember trading them. We were like, oh, I like that one. And like, we got to like trade. That was really fun. And Matthew was yeah. trying to explain them in like normal person speak. And that was really funny too. He was like, it's like James Bond samurai. And you're like. Oh, uh, again, that's, that's, I know that's, uh, shit. I forgot. I want to guess what he's doing. Something K, I can't remember. I'd also like to just throw out again that I'm an idiot and don't know any pop culture references ever as we've learned through all of these interviews. So also even his like layman term explanations, I didn't know what was happening. Still like, I still don't know what the hell I've you're talking about. I've still never seen a James Bond James movie. Bond, I don't, that's a guy, yeah. I guess. Shake it, so, not stirred, and he wears so, a nice suit. Josh, what made you decide to do it then? Well, so... The first thing was like our conversation before we even as as we call it now talk business is right the four of us hit it off pretty well like just in chatting um we had a good time it was nice and then i will say particularly so you had explained the concept of the podcast to me like we have this wonder woman screenplay and but at the Mm -hmm. time there was no music like i wasn't doing the music it was just um the sound effects like you guys were just like we need the sound bed so that's all this was in the beginning but so i will say you kind of duped him into it almost <laughs> but i so i'll it say in new york show. city gigs like this are super rare new york is the hub for advertisements and i mean theater of course but like right for long form or I, the podcast isn't really considered long form but like anything longer than a commercial it's pretty rare in New York, actually. It's um, it's pretty decentralized. Like, I mean, not decentralized. It's completely centralized in California. Right. Um, I was thinking it's all in L.A., isn't it? Yeah, it's 95% is in L.A. I mean, there's a couple in New York. Like, you can get, like, Nickelodeon will hire in New York. Um, oh, that's cool. But, like, most places won't. Like, if you want to sound design, I guess, like, news. Like, most news is done in New York. But, like, um, that's not really... That a- sounds really... Really, New York can only do news. They not, can't do anything else. It's not really a job that I was interested in. So, like, sound was, designing the news sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. But as a person who had just moved to New York and was learning this very quickly, that these gigs are, yeah. Um, right. Hearing this, like, I know I had lived in New York for I think two months. It was like October when we had talked about this, and like, I was like, oh this is the gig like this at least will be an awesome demo reel. And then you sent me the scripts and I read them all on the train ride because it takes an hour to get back to where I live. So I read all of the scripts for wonder woman on the train. And I was like, Oh, this is really good. Yeah. These, these don't suck. Yeah. I was like, Oh, um, and at this point I was like, I also like to note that I roped him into all of this without ever having seen any of the scripts. And God bless you, Nora, for that. For, I just for that believe in Kelly a lot. No, and and just I like, appreciate it. Here's a dude. We met with them. We had never, I never saw a script. Yeah. And, and, and honestly to, to Fowler, cause you're the only one that's not part of that is, um, is, I, you know, I don't, you know, I won't put it in front of you if I don't think it's really good. Like it's, you know, you know like, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Josh and Josh, shut up. You. Josh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Josh and John's writing is so good in Wonder Woman. Matthew that, and John's? You know. I'm Josh. Well, Are you thinking yes, about the ice cream? I am thinking about the ice cream. Yes. Um, yeah. Sorry. Matthew and John's script is so good. Um, 
Oh, it's phenomenal. So, yeah. But then, so then we met and then I was on board mostly mainly because I was like, oh my God, a gig that's going to be a lot of time. And like, this is the career that I wanted to do, like sound design. But I was really edging for a composition gig, which I was like, that's my like, that's my thing. Oh, I was like, funny you should say that. <laughs> well, because then, so we're sitting at the second meeting and I had drafted up um, some like really basic sound design and done like all of the mapping for like the first episode, I think. Right. And we met at Matthew's apartment. And we had talked for a little while. And then I was like, so what are you guys going to do for music? And then you guys didn't really have an answer, particularly. I mean, there were some like, oh, we might do this. We might do that. Um, uh, um, and then I was like, Sounds thinking, like us. Nora, we considered an all kazoo band at one point. We did. For the musical. Uh, fantastic. Uh, oh, my God. I love conductor. that idea. Uh, Can I be kazoo. part of it? Of oh, yeah. Are you, you're going to be conducting. Oh, I thought I was connecting. Oh, She's God. the concert master. Oh, shit. That's fine, too. I'm okay with those. Uh, okay, that makes more sense. Also, it, I feel like it really aligns with the tambourine cover band we were about to start. So <laughs> I called yeah. Josh the other day and asked him if we could start a tambourine cover band. Yeah. God, that'd be... I'd go see that show. I Just out of sheer so wait, curiosity. You heard that correctly, listeners. A tambourine cover band called Loop of Faith. If you've listened to previous interviews or know us well enough you know that we really didn't let this die for the next 20 minutes. So I'm going to skip through that now. Oh, period. Do you cover bands that have tambourines in them? No. no it's a band full song, of tambourine players. The tambourines are all pitched songs. differently. <laughs> um. I fucking love that idea, man. Uh, well, then we decided to become EDM DJs. That's the current idea. Um, I, I'm not Maybe saying- we should go back to tambourine band. I love tambourine. Tambourine band is the kind of thing you expect to see at Coney Island. It really is. Like, we, that's like a freak show exhibit. An oh all tambourine God. cover band. All well, right, so. Uh, okay, well, that's, I'm going to, we're going to table that for later. Yeah, we're going to have that, that conversation. Um, but yeah, yeah no, so that was, it? that was it. I mean, basically, after that, I was like, I write music and I, like, am proficient in doing it in this medium. I've never done it exactly like this, but then you guys were like, honestly, on a very nice leap of faith without a demo reel, we're just like, yeah, write it. Um, and then uh, the worst that happens is we go, well, we don't like it. Yeah, you know, I know. But we still want well, to also for leaps of faith. Cause we did, I did mention, I never saw a script. I've also ne I never heard Josh compose or sound design anything. I just well, trust Josh as a person. I have this I, thing where I just trust people. And if I, if I just trust you and I innately, there's like this sense of like, you're, you're fine. I think your stuff's good. I just hop on board with things. And Josh I, I, was also, I just I got actually, a vibe that he was, he was the dude. I tend to do, I tend to do the same thing. I think that, um, I don't know that everybody does. Do you do that Fowler? Do what now? <laughs> just, just hop on board based on a vibe. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Give me that. <laughs> oh, Josh. Oh, Sorry, I got caught in my head. I was thinking about how Lisa Faith is a great name for, uh, Lifetime movie about a woman Olympian who does a long jump, and her name is Faith. It just got caught in my head in the plate over and over. Well, what you know what to to pull a, a weird segue on you. One of the characters in the Valiant Universe, which is for whom Matthew works, is a character named Faith, and um, she's a she is a um, she's I know she's a superheroine, and I don't know much about her her uh her origin honestly but 
if you ask yeah. Matthew sometime, Josh, he'll he'll set you up. He'll get all right. <laughs> you know, he'll he'll give you the whole kit and caboodle about faith. I'm always down. For sure. I think Leap of Faith is also a great tambourine cover band name. But it's got to be O apostrophe, not of. Leap of mm. Faith. It's the loop, loop of, of faith. faith. You know it's how a loop she of is faith. Irish. It's a loop. You're right. She is oh, it's Irish. a loop of faith. Yeah. I like that better. Leap of faith. <laughs> faith, yeah. faith. Okay, we have to and stop talking about this. And the O is going to be a tambourine. We're going to go for the rest of the night on this. And yeah, I swear to God, I could. I by the end of the night, we could have a whole business plan. We got costumes for, planned. Yeah. Oh, shit, we yeah. do have costumes planned, and I'm really great at writing up business plans for unknown. Entities, so. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I really so, like proposals. Uh, so, um, next, next question. Gosh, so. next thing. In a brief interjection, listeners, you may have noticed some odd sounds here and there, which I had finally determined was other Josh running his hand along his microphone. We had a little conversation about it here, and I'm going to skip through it. All right. The question before you, my three friends, which moment or what part of Josh's performance did you enjoy best? Okay. Oh, I really thought you which were going to ask which one did we dislike the I most. did not specify which Josh. <laughs> also, I, I really thought this was going to which part did you dislike the most, and I was no. kind of getting really excited. Um, you, do you want to answer that question? I thought we were going to get to pick on them. No. I'm just saying, poor Josh Fowler is like right here. I thought we'd shower him with praise, not condemn him. Oh, that's fine. I'm him. a really bad person. I mean, like, I mean, if you want to tell him how bad he sucked, Nora, here's your chance. I mean, good Lord. There were moments I felt uncompetent. You can hit <laughs> no. me there. There's very little of it. No, I'm, right, I'm so, a terrible person. Now we, gonna, we know the, the uh, truth. We're going to start with you, actually, Josh. What was your favorite part of the recording that you did? Or what was your you know, favorite I'm, moment, if you will? from the one episode I haven't heard yet, the last one, was the death scene, because I... Time out. Yes. Just time out. Did you okay. just say, in this interview, that you haven't listened to the last episode of Wonder Woman yet? I'm sorry, do you eat every piece of candy out of the bowl? Or do you save <laughs> one for later? Okay. What's that just, was a real good answer. You turned that around on you. I'm not here. To July lie to you. 20. All I'm saying is July 28th. When did we release that episode, Josh Wilson? May. May. May what? About May 26th, May 28th. Okay. So May, June, July. So it's two months. He just hates us. So I'm just, I'm just going to say that I'll guess that the expiration date hasn't gone up on it yet, Josh. You might want to get not. that candy before it goes stale, though. You know what I'm saying? I've eaten Halloween candy from years in the past, and it's always great. Uh, so wait, so not listen to the fourth episode? Uh, specifically because it's the one scene that I enjoy doing the most, but am fearful of how it sounds, the death scene. Because that, like... I remember when we did it, mm -hmm. took like, I don't know, maybe 10, maybe 20 takes. Uh, and I could see like the frustration in the room because I felt very not sure how to die. And I, the last one, and I believe it's the one we used, I did a very wavering kind of, I don't even know how to describe it, but a performance of a lifetime. That's how you describe it. And, uh, oh, you're frozen. Okay. Oh, he's okay, back. It, was that me? Was I the problem? Uh, you were frozen for Usually you are. Ouch. Thank you, Nora. Um, but... Um, so that was... 
that's both the one that I'm most terrified to hear myself, which oddly enough, for me saying that hearing my own voice, something that always gets me a little bit. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound right, does it? But uh, <laughs> yeah, it is weird to hear yourself, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like you get used to it after a while. I feel like that we've done enough of these now that I don't hate yeah. my voice as much. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Some more of it. Less of a hate and more of a internal judgment system that I can't slow down or stop. But uh, that last scene, that little bit, like always, I'm terrified of it. I'm a little terrified of it. <laughs> well, I can I can assure you, Josh, that no one in this conversation felt any need for you to have to re-record it. Yeah, so, it was great. The last one, yeah, that scene was great. Yeah. So you, you shouldn't be I too was going to call that out as my least favorite. Does that mean I shouldn't now? <laughs> oh, you definitely should. God, Nora. Holy shit. Poor Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm feeling spicy today. I'm clearly. All right. So that was your favorite moment. Thank you, Josh. Okay, Nora, yeah, you're up. You got to gotta give us one. I don't, I don't can I, I'm going to pass. Come back to me. Because hey, I, means- I got distracted. All listening means, to the story. All that means, Fowler, is that she hasn't listened to any of the episodes. So you're or ahead didn't of her like any of it at all. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I hated all of it. There um, it is. There's uh, now we're getting to the truth of it. All right, then we will skip over to Josh. Oh, I'm Wilson. sorry. I just wasn't expecting a commentary on them specifically. So now, yeah. now I have to think. I thought I was here trying to like replay every line you've ever said, and I'm like, okay. I would thought I would I thought I would trade it up. Now that said, if you can't, and I I like, I really it's only because I know Josh and and like to tease him. But if you cannot think of a specific moment, because it is a big, you know, it's four it's four pieces, and there's a lot of people in it. So if you have a favorite moment that is coming to mind, by all means, I mean I talk a lot, a but if you can't think of one, I guess. I mean, yeah, Josh <laughs> is mostly in this, but you know, if you just can't think of anything he did well, I, Nora, you know, the one that I really and, liked is with Wonder Woman. Um, in that moment where she's not with Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's Um, one, two scenes where she's not with Trevor. Like two (laughs) scenes in total. Yeah, those two were my favorite, actually. Wow. Um, And not Hades area. No, she has more than two, but she, you're not wrong. Trevor, and Trevor has, Trevor has his own. Trevor has one or two of his own. Yeah. Um, Um, no, in all seriousness, I just think, um, I think you just captured it really well. Like, and I, I guess I don't know the, the series or, you know, comics or really anything. Um, but, but I felt like you just captured the character and the essence of who he was supposed to be in this iteration so well, like kind of like the, the little like, bit of, I don't know, like the boyish charm of him and the kind of, he's not quite like, he's kind of the sidekick and is a little bit like, of like the the buffoon in it a little sometimes where you're just kind of like oh sweetie um like that's i just uh, there were a few times in the series i was just like oh hun no uh, <laughs> oh honey that was exactly like what what the point was and um you know and, and a lot of the conversations we've had with matt and john throughout this uh series um, has been about that and how he is kind of the sidekick to Wonder Woman and, and plays that that secondary character a little bit. Um, and I just, I, I thought you captured that really well. Um, 
And I guess I, I particularly did like the end of episode four. So proof that I listened to them all. Um, <laughs> but where they're at the White House and she's like, I'm going to go take care of this thing. And you're like, okay, right. um, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to go meet you at the White House. And I remember we had to do that. that was the, it's a big ones. white one. We had to redo it. Yeah, we had to re-record that. That was one of the ones we re-recorded, Nora. That's actually great to hear because Josh put a fresh new read on it, and that's what we ended up using. So that's oh, good. I didn't uh, know that. I, yeah. That was a I real compliment. Say, quick. This cut is my fault. I jumped in the middle of Josh Fowler's story on accident to let us know how far into the recording we had gotten. Oh. I will mention, uh, that being said, like that's one of the things that caught me listening to it was like, wow, I can really tell what year I recorded each part of this. Yeah, you can. Because uh, it is varied so wildly, and my training in that area has changed a little bit over time. So yeah. I'm like, okay, year one, year three, year five. I'm sorry, you, you thought you got better over time? Ha! Jesus. Oh I'm sorry. My God. <laughs> Josh, I'm sorry. Josh, savage today. Josh, defend Just yourself, man. Give me a second, man. I gotta go get some For God's sake. Real quick. Uh, do you want some icy hot? I'm like, sorry. Holy I was Lord. nice the first time, I feel like, kind of. Don't let them see you cry. <laughs> Don't let them see you cry. Goodness gracious. There it is. That's the prep. That's the prep. That's, that's, that's the prep. Right Don't, Don't, Don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see you cry. Don't sue us, please. Yeah. Don't let them see you cry. I got to turn off my sign, camera for a minute. Any sign of weakness and we just go after you like sharks in the water. Oh, my God. I will say my favorite of josh fowler of your performances it was interesting because you're so like you're totally right like i noticed that the second i put your new recordings when we did the re-record into the session yeah. i was like oh like your timbre like the sound of your voice is a little different and then your enunciation is very different like much clearer now um i had to yeah which is just i mean it's very different but i will say that my two favorite I think it's I think it's a combination of your performance and the writing, not necessarily like the sound of your voice. Was the um, in the first episode, the confrontation with Artemis in the forest is really good. Ah, um, uh, the uh, one where she's punching me, or the one where Sarah is speaking Greek to you. Ah, um, uh, okay, yeah, that was that was good. Um, and then I'm hearing myself try to say four different languages. Uh, <laughs> And then yeah. one one line of, of each. Yeah. It was My great. Mandarin was great. Yeah. Uh and then I think it it's episode you had a couple of your really great your conversations with Liz, like all of the Wonder Woman and Trevor like one on one moments were always really good. Like yeah. they were like the highlights. Like there were some really cool moments and the fight scenes are cool and people yelling at each other and the the crystal jet is really cool, but like those moments were really good. Like the intimate moments, both like Diana and Hippolyta together, which is probably, you know, like the scene that Matthew wrote this whole series for. Um, uh, and then like, according all, to Matthew, that's true. Yeah. And then all of the, like all of the, I think there's one in each of them in all four episodes. There's a Diana and Trevor moment because I scored it four different times. Right. There so. are, there are. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually one. Yeah, we did. Yeah, there are there are, there's Diana and Trevor and all four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And the last one is really good too. I was more happy with the final scene because it's like 
this series was really interesting in that we were like, oh, it's a superhero story. And it's like, this one is a very standard superhero. Like we've got themes for characters and like, um, in the music and the creation of it's very standard, um, just in the way it's written. And, but there was never a moment where you were like, I'm going to slam this big theme out and I'm just going to like hammer it over and over again. And you're going to be like, this is so cool. Like, wow. Like, you know, like the Harry Potter theme, like the Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter, the Star Wars, like yeah. anything John Williams has ever written. Or, where he's or just like, like, or honestly, the Wonder Woman theme from the movie. Yeah. Because um, it's a hell of a theme, but like, it's not subtle. But we know? didn't have, <laughs> we did, most of this is particularly subtle. Like we didn't have a lot of like, moments for it like there was like very clearly like the diana and trevor theme is the same thing that's orchestrated in four different ways right but like in episode four is finally when we get those moments and like it's in the fight scene where like you get the first instance of that really happening where i'm like i'm slamming this theme over your head where we've gone into basically quarter speed of the intro theme and are just slamming out like that huge theme over and over and over again because you're like this is a cool fight scene um and super heroic and wow and then it's the big orchestration of the trevor and diana theme in that final one where she like flies off and like that was really fun to do just because you like you get to highlight it in a different way it's like most of the time i mean even with our new series which will be announced in like a week from now two weeks from now Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah we can't talk about it yet but that one is a Are we, like, actually the end of this week yeah no we're just doing the first teaser image. oh we're right we're not we're not naming it. anything right, right right i swear to god if you guys ruin my rollout i'm going to I'm murder not. but i'm saying everyone. that this next series is it's always hot when you're like threateningly maternal he <laughs> 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 hate this conversation in uh, so many ways but so like this the next series is even more subtle than Wonder Woman was. Like there are no yeah. there are no theme, there's only one theme so far. Um yeah. actually two. They're, they're... Um Oh sure. Yes, yes, yes. There's two themes, unlike Wonder Woman, where I basically wrote like eight themes at the beginning and was like, Great, we have eight themes. And we're how done. are we gonna yeah. how are we gonna put them in there? Um I wanna comment on that though, when um the comment you had about the um scenes between just diana and trevor mm-hmm. um because i think that you know i just to tie it back to my original point with what was so great about josh um in those moments um i think that that's a really great part <laughs> where i think those are the moments where we really get to like fall in love with Stephen trevor where you're just like you bring such a um I, just like an almost like naive purity to it where you're like he's just he's just such a great he's not really doing things the best but he's trying he's trying to do the he's trying to do the right thing it's just he's not good at it but like him for that well all right on that theme then let me ask a question that's that's actually a great segue point thank you nora um every once in a while i'm helpful no you're mostly mean you completely undersell yourself you're helpful all the time now hush uh when i'm roasting you guys Oh, especially uh, when you when you're giving us the business. So, um, uh, to that point, because I agree with that wholeheartedly, that one of the things Josh I thought was really nice about your performance is that that Trevor never turns into like a sleazy guy. He's he's a good guy. He's a good guy all the way through. Now I know some of that's just the the way it's written, but like you know, you made the joke earlier of I can make anything sound you know lascivious, and uh, you know so like. 
you could it could have been that that Trevor had like sort of a, a an edge to him, but you didn't have that. So to that light, a specific question, and I don't know the answer, nor have I asked Matthew or John. Did Trevor and Diana sleep together when they spent the night together? Ooh. You know what? I thought about this actually at the time when we were recording that stuff. Uh-huh. And I kind of went on the no side just because it puts mm-hmm. Trevor at the disadvantage that he's always in with Wonder Woman. That's actually my favorite thing about his character is he's the guy who's used to being the action star, like on the front lines. Mm-hmm. But compared to this woman, he is nothing. He is out of his league in every possible way. Like right. Everything about her although better than him. I will right. say he ha- she doesn't have anything to compare it to, so that works in his favor. Oh, that's um, what goes for him, and he knows it. Trevor knows his biggest thing is being the first male she's seen. Well, and... and that's really and, his only although, redeeming quality, unfortunately. Although, well, you can make the argument, though, that, like, I mean, at least based off of the way he's always drawn, he's always in good shape. He's always... It's not like she's meeting a specimen of manhood who is like old or terribly out of shape or whatever like he's he's a air force pilot or he's in the army he's he's always in very fit shape um and he always behaves you know like i'm thinking and Nora, i don't i'm not being funny i don't know if you remember the performance from the movie but like the movie as well as josh's performance as well as like in comics cartoons he always behaves very gentlemanly compared to how you know, potentially a lot of men could behave. So, like, he's always set up to be a good guy, right? You never... Yeah, but I think you're totally right in the fact that you can have an edge to that. And I think in the movie, it was very different. Like, yeah, he's still painted as this nice guy, but to a different extent, and he does have some of those moments where, like, um, when he's, like, bathing and he gets out and then they start, like, talking about sex and you're like, of all the things you define this new world and that's what you're going to have a conversation about but like even the fact like he gets out and he's like yeah i'm uh she's like is are you an average (laughs) specimen and he's like yeah no actually i'm better but like there are those moments in the movie even where i just think that also it could have been played a very different way as well and that was like the direction that actor chose right Um, and 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 the director probably influenced it as well i mean right of course and i think even it had that been the line he could have delivered it in a very different way that wouldn't have get, given that kind of um, vibe. So okay. I think, yeah, that really, I think, so to some extent, yeah, it's the writing, but I think um, Josh really does does have right. that moment it, yeah. in it. Um, All right, so for but, you then, Nora, no sense. did they did they sleep no. together? Okay. No. Okay, all right, Josh Wilson. Um, I think if they did, I would have had to have played like in the jungle in the back. The... <laughs> like... Oh god! And I didn't, so I think that's my answer. We have to cut your answer out now. That's great, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like, oh. could, you, could you imagine if, if we got the licensing for that? Could you imagine, like, if we had, like, I'm oh, sure this... we, I, we'd use it in every episode oh, all yeah. the time. Ever. Oh, yeah, um, it's the outro music now. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Although, so. wait, I, I will say, I think, to some extent, because she's also dealing with the army so much in this, I feel like it also could totally go the other way, where, like, Steven Trevor, like, the thing that's charming about him is just 
his kindness. And I feel like that also is kind of a trap. Um, Mm -hmm. speaking from a a female perspective is like when you, when you're like, Oh wow, this is like the one nice guy. It's always fake. But in this case it was real. (laughs) You, you like fall for it. You're like, Oh, he's so sweet. And then, and then you find out later. But so I think that also she totally could have gotten tricked into it. Um, but I kind of want to just imagine them just like having had like a friendship and like maybe cuddled. That's kind of like how it feels in my head. So I know I mentioned this uh, the first time we did this interview when Kel wasn't here, but I've considered uh, Trevor as basically being the everyman character. He's there to fill in the role often of what is the best that human men have to offer specifically for America, but as men from a perspective of somebody who lives outside. And his role is to fill the need of the plot he needs to let diana experience what men can be in a way that i think it undermined too much because he is treated as a good guy all the time i remember there's one set where he lies well he doesn't lie to her but he avoids the truth to kind of set up this whole plot line i wish i could remember what comic it was somewhere in like the 2007-8 era Okay, but um, I think Trevor's really his best purpose is always to introduce the idea of the outside world, the men of the world, to and I did quotations, but where you can't see them both times. Uh, so he can. I don't think he's supposed to be good or bad. I think he's usually used to show the good of mankind, but I think his truest purpose is to be the lens through which Diana sees the world. So if you want her to have a negative experience, it should generally be through Trevor. Uh, If you want her to have a positive experience, usually Trevor will be the center for that. And it, I think he overly gets written as a nice guy, but I think more than anything, he's her lesser that shows her this experience of this bigger, bolder world with a lot of fucked up little shit in it. He's very vanilla. Well, that's interesting. I'm clearly in the minority because I, I, I think they did. And I am basing that off of their dialogue at the end of the fourth episode. Yeah. Where, you know, she's like, I-, I won't be satisfied until, you know, and he's like, you're insatiable. Like, there's this double entendre that they're leaning into that is sexual in nature. And and so I'm like, well, that that kind of banter is either completely naive and, and like is happening innocently. And what's the likelihood of that versus it, it, it is like a nod toward like they are now a couple kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they made out. But well, again, this is like. But who guys, doesn't? Yeah, like, like to be clear, I'm not saying I'm not putting a judgment on. I'm saying that for me, while I don't think there's anything in the initial scene that indicates that they they sleep together at all, and nor do I think it matters a hill of beans, like to like the overall purpose of the story, there is a shift in like what their intimacy level is just off the dialogue at the end, and that's what that's what made me wonder about it is that it it implies that they have gotten closer. I also think that that would, I I don't think if, the whole experience of, I think, having 
men, like seeing that whole experience for the first time, Mm -hmm. I think that that is like a really far place to go with that kind of line. Um, Oh, Josh is going to get mad about the phone. Uh, (laughs) um, Sorry, Josh. I normally never get calls. It just never would have occurred to me that somebody would call. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think that, I mean, to, to Josh's point of, um, that maybe they made out. I feel like if you had again never experienced any of this world, I think saying like, oh, now all of a sudden they've had sex and like the only like innuendo is this like one little moment is kind of like I don't think that that would be realistic. Well, I mean, I I, I don't know how realistic the world is in general. The you know the Amazons exist and they fly, etc. So like to you some degree, actually. dude in the world, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying it's possible. I know I'm saying I'm saying that like I, I feel you and and again I, I don't know that I'm right I certainly don't know I what know John wrong, so. or Matthew think um, I just I just think that there is a shift in their intimacy and that that is the only moment that we're privy yes. to where they spend time together. I would um, just love if we called John right now. He's like, "Hey, did Diana and Trevor sit together?" And just John just goes, "Oh yeah," and then just hang up. <laughs> Actually, I think I you, know call what? John. you know what? Totally call him. Okay. Put him on I'm speaker and call right him. Okay. I love this Actually, plan. I'm hold on. I'm, I'm calling. Put him on speaker. I thought we're doing the well, line. I, it was definitely I kind necessary of can't. Well, put him on. Spe- you can't put him on speaker. I don't. There's like a lot happening in the house right now. Okay. Well, then how do we know you're telling us the truth, Nora? Hi, we have a question for you. We're doing the interview right now <laughs> um, for Josh and Josh, and we're having a very good conversation about whether or not in the scene um, we get at the apartment, um, we're having a conversation about whether or not... You're heading out there. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. We're having a conversation about whether or not um Trevor. Uh, Trevor and Diana slept together. Uh, slept together or slept together. Bone. So um here is here is my feeling about this. Um that was not how I had written it with Matthew. That was not what was in my head when Matthew was writing. Probably what I should say. Um, that being said, um, I think had anyone stopped it, it would have been me because I think the idea of um, sexuality, monogamy, relationship uh, on its um, had evolved on Femiscara over so many years that the idea of not wanting to take part in something pleasurable, especially A, coming from a big battle and B, knowing that you're going into a big battle, I certainly think Diana would have said, well, but you don't, we don't know, so why are we reading? Does that make sense? What do you guys think? Very diplomatic so what you're answer. saying... John, if I understood you right, what you said is maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, so sorry, I'm on headset. So they're talking to me and saying that Kelly said, so what you're saying is maybe they did, maybe they didn't. 
And Josh Fowler said, a gentleman never tells. And Josh said, there's a whole lot that we can say about the sexual sexuality of Wonder Woman. Um, certainly, I'm approaching it, um, and I believe that you would agree with me on this one. But I think to me, if you look back at the Golden Age stuff, it's very clear that they are sleeping together, and it's very clear that neither one of them has a problem with it. It's not really until you get a couple of years after the end of World War II where people return to much more reserved um, and much more specific gender roles, that it becomes very problematic, where it becomes about um, Steve saying, will you marry me, will you marry me, will you marry me, and Diana saying, I can't until Christ ended. But the Golden Age stuff, it's very clear to me when you read it, that they're both, that they're sleeping together and both enjoying it, and neither one feeling like they Okay. Thank All you, right. John. Everyone says thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Josh, is your hand over the mic again? Okay. Okay. Thanks oh, so much. Yes. Right. Josh. Josh. Okay. Josh okay, Fowler. Fine. Josh Wilson will kill you if you keep that up. And well, I can't I, stop him. I'll fly like, uh, Don't doubt me. Then I live in Sunnyside. My address is Cal, what's your address again? Yeah, what is it? 5544. 555. Yeah. 555-5554. Oh, not All right, deep. so, so, hey, so, Nora, so, the I, like, I'm not being funny because my hearing is not what it once was, so I had to lean in to hear John effectively, but if I heard rightly, what he said was that Golden Age, Wonder Woman, Trevor and Diana were sleeping together, and that, like, hey, that don't. was... That yeah, that that wasn't an issue until the end of getting toward the end of coming out of World War II, and then it becomes Trevor asking her to marry. He did not actually directly answer the question, though. I noticed. No, he did he not. Chose not to. Oh. And that's okay. Also, did like where he said that they are both enjoying it because again, she's Wonder Woman, and Trevor is the most average male. Um, like that's what he's <laughs> supposed to be. He's like this kind of like standard yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, he's, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just no, wanted to throw that out there you know, for you know, if I'm gonna but, get hate mail, I should at least you really go no, 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 my thoughts on men. Yeah. I also like Nora, I also like I, I threw the question out because I was genuinely interested if it was just me or if if anybody else is picking up on the vibe. And so that's like I find a conversation like this fascinating because like it it sounds like John is hinting that my perspective is probably the way he's going, but he didn't definitively confirm it. And the three of you see it in a completely different way. And they're both, everything's valid. Like, I think from my point of view, he couldn't confirm it. So I had to play it as though he didn't with the hopes right. that did. Just because it makes most sense. Though, I, I'm curious. Do you all know the history of the creator of Wonder Woman? Which one? I don't even know Wonder Woman, guys. The talking, original creator? Are you talking about Marston? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is uh, polyamorous relationship with his wife and another woman. Mm-hmm. And her assume polyamorous relationship with her husband and that other woman. Right. Just, I, I'm, I knew about that, but yeah, given them, uh, I'd say that, yeah, they, in any incarnation, 
Wonder Woman is both sexually free and open, but also looks at sex without judgment, I suppose, in a way that we're not always great about. So well, if that, you look at it that way, probably. That echoes what John was saying, though, that like uh, about how the the perspective on sexuality would have would have evolved on Themyscira so yeah. that there's not a shame attached to it. At least I thought. Yeah, that's what we it was. It was, talked about it in also right. uh, in, in our watch interview. along. Right. That yeah, that there she wouldn't have um, the hang ups that we would. Yeah. Have, right? Or any kind of association with shamefulness or anything. Right. So it's an um, interesting it's an interesting perspective. Right. Like it's it's not. Because certainly growing up, I always just kind of viewed Wonder Woman as asexual for the most part because superhero. I think it, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't even think about them. I think you know, to some extent, sex. though, it also changes the perspective of Trevor, like who he is, because as Josh said, is we, we look at him as this um, really great, overly nice guy a lot of times. And I think had if 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 we're saying he slept with her i think that really changes the viewpoint because part of that is she just got here she doesn't know anyone else in this like where she is ah, the tourist and then and see that's how trevor could have been and that would have been less fun but i'm, that's fun. All I'm but i think yeah so i think that really ah, does change that changes things like she's here she doesn't know anything and then also the fact that this is the first guy that she meets so i think that that really changes who he is if he kind of to some extent i think that's taking it not in a not in like a weird way but well, like taking advantage of the situation of like if i think if if wonder woman was here longer would she really be sleeping with you like but well, kind of getting in while like you don't know any other men like it kind of seems like that kind of a little I, bit different Sure. I mean, there's also in in the history of the comic, she is she's been paired with Trevor, then she's been paired with um uh Tresser. Uh was a was a partner of hers for a while. I mean romantically. Um yeah. and then here in the later years, there's been there was a whole series that was Superman and Wonder Woman, like as a couple. And then I there's also a few reasons. Sure. And then Superman's there's a bully. Then there's the um uh Wait, why do you hate that? I want to hear Josh's thoughts on why he hates it. I will it. say also we are at all right. it's coming lately because DC love them. They do not how to make a know how to make a fucking movie series. They cannot figure out how to connect their movies in a meaningful way for an audience. And I've thought about this a lot. And one, if DC wants to compete in this day and age, I think they have to make a few ethnic changes to their all-white casts, which even Marvel doesn't really do. But you you have the right characters. Superman's your straight white male in America, believes he's right, keeps doing terrible things because he has the power to without realizing it. Wonder Woman is a woman from a different culture with no men, so different than anyone on Earth, really. So you, you get this outside view. Uh, so I, I don't think Wonder Woman would hate Superman because he's everything she was taught was bad about mankind. Somebody with power yeah. who thinks they get to rule how others behave. I think also there's several things in this. 
or one. Yeah, I think what, now that you brought that up, like she's the exact opposite where she's like, I'm just here to like help out people and I'm just gonna like do and my thing in Superman's a, in a kind useful of old way. school America, keep it that way. And yeah. he's not a bad guy, but he does a lot of bad things by accident. Batman has to be black or it doesn't matter or he's just another oppressor. You make Aquaman from maybe, I don't know, a country with a real seaport and history in that. Maybe if he's the king of a lost land of Atlantis that comes from, I don't know, an area around Greece. Maybe he's not so fucking white with blonde hair. Just maybe me. Uh, but I think if you if you get into that whole realm, their world needs to evolve a little bit or they can't work today. And Superman and Wonder Woman together is like the dumbest thing possible. It's so stupid. I really, yeah, now that Josh has brought up all those points, I'm, I'm team Josh on this. Well, I, I got to be honest, I've never been a fan of it either. I hadn't considered it from that perspective, although um, the way they get around her objection to Superman, at least in the versions I've read, is that what she is gripped by is the fact that he is the ultimate warrior. But he's not. Well, he has no fighting skills. No, he doesn't. He's he so well, much more right. of a badass. It, it depends. Him. Now, now, at, to to that end, it depends on what you're talking about. Because in the movies, that may be true, but over the history of the comics, that is certainly not true. That yeah. And, and like he's Superman, painted very differently in the comics. Like Superman is actually arguably the way they had him crafted in like coming into the '80s. Superman was the unbeatable force. He was smarter than everybody, faster than everybody, stronger than everybody, invulnerable, blah, 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 blah. And whiter than but anybody. I, yeah. I no, think I'm, to I'm, I'm some not extent. About, I'm not disagreeing about your analysis. All I'm saying is that the way they got around it here in the last, like the way they get around it anytime they bring them up as a pairing is that she is more warrior-like in her Amazonian-ness rather than peaceful. So she's more like um, but I also- Artemis. I want to counter that he's also not that like, again, he's not a good fighter necessarily. He didn't like, she literally grew up her whole life training as a warrior. The way I put it. Goddess. Who would win in a fight? Didn't Superman train. or Wonder Woman? Who would win in a fight? I would say Wonder Woman every time. For several yeah, reasons. 100%. If you consider them equal in strength, Wonder Woman's better trained. She also uses magic, which means it's one of Superman's only two weaknesses. Yeah. And he is, honestly, he's he's smart, but a dullard. You know, like somebody who you've seen who gets into sciences, but somehow is a flat earther or very religious. And you think to yourself, well, but what's wrong with you? The other pairing... Um... I was thinking of, I was actually sorry. I was thinking about who would win in a fight. Is she using her sword, Josh, or she is it hand to hand with her lair with her uh, lasso or rope? Oh, she'd use a sword for sure. Because if if the sword's out of play, he wins every time. He still loses. Now, nah. according to Superman, to Superman doesn't hit women. He doesn't have to. All he has to do is fly up into space. She can't breathe in space. Neither can he. Yeah, he can. We well, can't breathe in space. He can hold his breath. Well, uh, like again, it depends on what you're looking at. If you go off of comic canon, yes, he can. He is. He, Do we know that she can't? 
Well, we no. know she's a goddess, so technically she might not no, need to. She's only been made a goddess. This is fascinating. She's only been made a goddess in the latest iteration. In the early versions, she's not a goddess. She's, she's not been a she's goddess not. before. Can we? Not, I'm sorry. Can I interrupt? Can we go off of this version because I don't know anything else? It's really yeah, hard to to have a debate when I don't know anything. Okay, if we go off of this version, <laughs> really then, hard to debate. Well, the problem, like you know what, we have to table it anyway because we don't have a Superman out of this version to compare her to. Yeah, there's not. Like one. if we're gonna if we're gonna limit her to this version, then we'd have to limit Superman to the same version. And Superman. All we know is he exists in that world and Kryptonite is his weakness. I we did don't know see, anything else about him. I did see yeah. one Superman movie. Can we go off of that? Which, Which one? one? I don't know. Okay, don't uh, worry about it. The other we should, pairing... We table let me, it. I mean, yeah, let me, let me do this real quick. The other pairing yeah, this we should was table. not meant to be like a long side conversation on Superman. That's my fault. paired her with Superman and they have paired her with Batman. Batman oh, with a romantic interest warrior. with Batman. Um, and I, I actually feel like that he kind is the of ultimate warrior. That's true. These these days, it, it nobody thinks about Trevor so much anymore as they think in terms of is she paired with Superman or is she paired with Batman, or is she not paired with it? Like she's her own person, she not have to be paired with anybody, right? So uh, you know, like I that's like Trevor. What's that? Is it? I like Trevor. Well, that's the thing. It's like I grew up on Trevor. I have no problem with Trevor. But it, when in the way DC's pushing the narrative these days, Trevor has less of a presence than he did. All right. So yeah. I know Trevor. we are approaching the time limit for everyone. So I will, I will offer up uh, the following question, which we have done before, which is, uh, who is your Wonder Woman? Who goes first? Oh, should I go first? Well, you guys and you, you and Nora, because we've gotten these answers out of I you. I have answered one. already, actually. Yeah, no, so Josh. Yeah, can, we did answer a, this. Give a give an abbreviated one so Josh has like a feel for it, and we yeah. can turn it over to Josh. Uh, mine, I I said it. It must have been in the last interview, actually, or two ago with uh, Voice Actors Part Two. Is uh, yeah, Paula and Liz. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's we love badass. Tina. We stand yeah, Tina. Yeah, we do. We love Tina. Um, Tina's the bomb. She's great. I mean. Yeah, that was that was my go-to. Um, sure. For and my Nora? full answer, go listen to oh, Voice sorry. Part 2. Yes. <laughs> I don't even yes. remember which family members I've already named. You named so. your mother and your grandmother. Okay. Um, you have another family member you want to trot out for us? Because that we're, we're, we're here. At this point, listeners, it's a pretty established pattern. When we talk about our families, we just can't stop. This was one of those instances. So I'm just going to cut us through that and drop us at the end of the episode. Okay. Uh, I will say my other grandmother because um, she's awesome and uh, did a whole lot of cool things like get a master's and her ABD while having children um, and being a single mom. And also she was the COO for Denver Public Housing and like ran a whole freaking company and then took care of my sister and I while my mom got her degree. Um and it was super cool to see her be like a total badass running part of a company and then coming home and like making dinner for us and uh, making sure we like did our homework and stuff. Um, so it was just, uh, I definitely learned a lot from her and it definitely taught me a lot about who I want to be um, and serving others is, you know, a big thing that that does. And so uh, I thought that was really great too, is just getting to see her serve others and then like coming home and um, still having the energy to take care of us and our mom was pretty awesome she's a cool person that's cool. where i am right now is actually at her house so well it's a lovely <laughs> house man 
All right, Josh, your turn. Before you do that, move your hand. <laughs> okay, cool. It's <laughs> listening again. Uh, for me, I would, gonna I would call you. out uh, Lucille McRae. She is one of the strongest women I've ever met. She's dealt with a multitude of issues growing up, as well as being an adult in New York. She's one of the most independent, caring women I've ever met, who is capable of being more than herself. Would be the best way I'd put that, I think. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Behind the Scenes series for Wonder Woman Spirit of Truth by Don't Sue Us, Please. You can find us on all social media platforms at, at the Superhero Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Superhero Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>